Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It is me, Brandon. And today we are talking about imposter syndrome. I think this is something, for me at least, I face weekly, if not on a daily basis, but maybe it's familiar for you as well, even if you're not in your professional career yet. Maybe you felt it when you got into your college program or, you know, you were in spaces where you're like, what am I doing here? These people are so incredible. Maybe you're really inspired by the group you're with. Um, but it's that feeling that you're going to be kind of found out or caught as an imposter or a fraud, right? Like some, there's like some unknown thing where you walk into a room where you're inspired by so many people and you just feel like, I don't belong here and everyone here is either knows it or they're going to find out, right? And it also connects to that fear of letting people down or fear of failure, right? We want, when we walk into these spaces that we really want to be in, maybe that's a, a convention room, maybe that's a, a workspace, maybe that's a, a class setting, we don't want to fail, but that is a potential. And there's a fear that happens when we're like, maybe this is above my head. Maybe I am treading water right now that um, I need to go to a, a easier class or I need to go to, I need to be in a different room or I got really lucky to get into this company and now I'm stuck here with all these people who are much better than me. Whatever your mindset is, that's kind of where imposter syndrome lives. And through conversations I'm having with people in my community, my colleagues, um, and other young dancers, this is a super common thing in our community. And for me personally, I felt these effects of my own imposter syndrome early on in my career. Um, some of you may know this. I think I've told this story on the podcast, but maybe I haven't, but my goal post-grad was to join Visceral Dance Chicago, which happened. I wanted to be in this company for about four years. And then in my head, this is 2015, Brandon, I, in my head, I wanted to be in Hubbard Street for six after that. And I said, that's going to be my dance career, right? I had it all planned out. I said, four years here, six years here. Chicago is where I'm going to be. And if you've listened to any episodes of this podcast or you know anything about me, that is not what happened. I ended up being at Visceral for two years and then ended up being at Hubbard for one month uh, as a guest artist. And I think a big factor that went into this, and it was actually a big turning point in me deciding what I wanted to do with my career, is when I did the Hubbard Street audition, I did it twice. The first year I did it for what they used to have a second company where I made it to the end of that and had an interview round. Um, but the second year I auditioned for the main company and also made it to the end where I was doing a interview. And I felt, I was so shocked each round that I made it through. I said, why am I still here? This must be a mistake. Um, to the point in the interview, I was so mentally unprepared that I feel like I just completely self-sabotaged um, to the point where I couldn't even answer the question to why do you want to be in Hubbard Street? Of course, in my head, I was like, I want to be in this company because the work is incredible. The dancers are incredible. But I wasn't ready for this moment for another two years, right? I wasn't ready to make it this far. I was like, I'm going to have to audition a lot just to get to this point. And 
Of course, the correct answer is, you know, this is the only company for me. We know what we're supposed to say. But in the interview, I said, ah, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm looking at other options as well. You know, this company could be good. Just completely not saying that the company that I dreamed of being in is the company I want to be in. I wanted to come off cool. I wanted to come off um, nonchalant. And that is not what you do in a final interview. You, you express how much you want to be a part of this company and what you'll add to the room. And long story short, this didn't end up being the reality. My plan of four years at Visceral, you know, six at Hubbard. Um, and I found a lot of happiness in New York. I found a lot of great jobs I didn't even know existed back then. But, you know, I feel like in that moment, the there was a switch that clicked for me that said, what am I doing? Why am I so afraid of these spaces that I want to be in? Or why, if I want to be in these spaces, why don't I feel like I belong in them? Right? There's a part of me that does believe I do belong there. And maybe it's about our timeline. Maybe it's about what we were taught when we were in school of like, Oh, you got to pay your dues. Oh, people, t it takes years to make this kind of stuff happen. And I think that is what I was holding on to. So when the opportunity did come, I said, oh, no, 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 I don't belong because I haven't put in my time yet. I haven't done my six years in Chicago. I haven't done X, Y, and Z to get here, right? What I want all of you to do and what I hope this episode provides is kind of an unlearning of that. And knowing that even though you're, you may be young, even though you may not have a lot of experience, your time, your career actually does start now, right? As soon as you are entering your professional career, anything is possible. You can join the biggest companies. You can get on Broadway immediately. All of this is possible for you. But if you're like, ah, I need to, you know, go through this route. I need to make sure that I'm doing it. You're going to miss those opportunities that might be really almost handed to you. And I don't want that for you. So what I really had to do at that point um, was reframe my mindset around imposter syndrome, right? And the first way I had to do that was realizing that if I wasn't the best in the room or if there was a feeling of like, oh my gosh, I don't belong here because everyone is so good, so inspiring, that means I was in the right space. I had to believe that first, right? And what I've learned throughout my career is nothing is, no job is more unattractive than the ones that are unchallenging, right? Or uninspiring. I want to feel challenged daily. I want to feel inspired daily. And if there's no opportunity for growth within an organization, there's no opportunity for you to be like, this is where I start and this is where I want to be. Or you're looking at the other dancers and being like, I want to be them. I want to be like them. I want to be, you know, at that level. Then I think you need to reevaluate what you want and where you want to be. So that's the first thing you have to do. Re-switch that mindset. The second thing I tried to do is think always to proceed anyway. In the face of imposter syndrome, in face of feeling like a fraud or going to be found out, <laughs> proceed anyway. And it really is that fake it till you make it idea. I mean, I acknowledge that feeling. First of all, I would go, okay, I, I know what this is. I felt this before. But even though I feel that, I'm going to commit to the moment I'm in anyway.
I mean, the most current example I feel this in is as a New York City-based teacher. I mean, this is huge for me. I Classes here cost anywhere from $19, $25, $35 a pop, and I want to deliver the best quality class I can offer, but it's really easy for the thought of, well, who am I to be a teacher here creep in, right? It's really easy for that to happen, but if I know I'm prepared... If I know I'm knowledgeable, then all I have to do is push the confidence, right? I'm like, okay, I'm prepared, I'm knowledgeable, and I can do this. And I have to do this, right? The confidence improves every class for me. And I know I've been in this teaching game for long enough to know that my confidence actually inspires my students to be confident. So I owe it to them to push forward anyway. I know that my knowledge is so valuable and so needed that I owe it to them to show up confidently and deliver that information, right? It would be doing them a disservice and doing myself a disservice for me to sit in that imposter syndrome and, you know, maybe even express like, oh, I feel weird about this or, oh, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm faking it right now. Right. That makes everyone feel uncomfortable. Don't, first of all, don't admit that to your class if you're going to be a teacher, But, you know, act as if once you decide that the information that you need to give or the thing you need to do is more important than that feeling of imposter syndrome, the better off you're going to be, right? And the better off you're going to be able to move forward and proceed anyway. So that's number two. The next one I want to bring up is to just set some intentions for each day right? Every day that you're going into a space where you feel like an imposter or you feel like that feeling is going to come up, just set some goals to focus on instead, right? We can, I know for myself, I can really sit in the like, oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm not as good. I'm not this, I'm not that. But if I can go and be like, well, that can be, that can be its own thing. I'm going to pick my thing to focus on. Instead, that makes it so much easier just to do the work I need to do, right? Maybe my goal is to contribute to the process today. I'm working with a choreographer who likes collaboration. Let me just collaborate and see what happens. Let me just offer what I have, right? Or allow myself to be seen. I'm taking a class that I feel uncomfortable in. What if I just step up a little bit more to the front? Just a little bit more. I go in the first group instead of the second group or the second group instead of the third group. What if I, you know, put myself in a situation to feel uncomfortable anyway, right? I can work on efficiency. I can focus on what I want to accomplish in my class, right? If I'm teaching a class where I'm like, uh, I, I'm worried that my, I'm going to be found out as like a fraud of a teacher. I'm like, well, let me just teach the thing. Let me just teach the idea. Let me just teach the weight of the pelvis because I know about that. Let me just teach the weight of the head because I know about that. Let me just teach the phrase because I'm excited about the phrase, right? Refocusing can help us move past that imposter syndrome and actually accomplish the things we want to do. This final one is probably going to be the most effective in my opinion. And it's just remind yourself of your strengths and what makes you great. For me, maybe you can write them down at first. If you're, you have a pen and paper with you right now or you have a note section on your phone, just think like, okay, as a teacher, as a dancer, as a choreographer, 
what am I really good at? Moving bodies as a choreographer. I'm really good at, maybe you're really good at, you know, transitions. Maybe you're really good at creating phrases. Maybe you're really good at performing or maybe you're really good at um, interpret interpreting what a choreographer wants or maybe you have humor. Maybe you have focus. I don't know what it is for you, but write them down and then use them as a mantra, right? I know before... Um, the show I'm currently in, uh, my first year, it was such a big shift of me being like, I don't belong here. I would get so nervous before the shows that every time I'd have to say out loud in the dressing room, I am this character today. I like dancing. People like watching me dance and performing is fun. That was in my head and out loud. I'd say it like two or three times. To the point where people in the dressing room would start laughing. They're like, oh, Brandon, did you say your mantra today? And I'm like, yes, I did say my mantra and I'll do it again. Um, and I'd say it out loud and I'd feel the tension literally leave my body. The nerves just lessen just a little bit. I was still nervous, right? I still had that little stage fright, that little um, voice being like, like, don't mess up. Don't mess up. You're going to ruin the show. Whatever it is. But... To the point now where I don't even say the mantra because I'm so comfortable in this space, right? I can focus on maybe the challenges. I can focus on maybe the things I want to accomplish in the in the work now that I'm like, I'm not even worried about the fraudness of it because I know that if I move forward with something to offer, moves forward with clear goals and intention, that's going to better serve me and the people I'm working with. Yeah. So what can you settle into as you navigate the areas where you don't feel like you belong? And I'll just end by saying you do belong there, right? The truth is more people learn on the job because there's only so much you can do to prepare ahead of time. So if you can move forward and be like, okay, I understand that I am unprepared for this because I'm new. This is a new space. Look at that as a positive. Look at you have an opportunity to learn quickly. You have an opportunity to immerse yourself in a world you don't understand, right? Give yourself permission to not know and then proceed anyway, right? The payoff is greater than the temporary feeling of feeling like an imposter. Yeah. So hopefully this is helpful. Maybe you can take one or two of these ideas uh, as you move through your day, or maybe this will just help you notice, I feel like I don't belong here. Hopefully one of these will make you feel a little bit more confident in what you're doing, whether that's uh, being a dancer, being a choreographer, being a teacher, moving to New York City, taking a big risk. I hope whatever you do, you can take whatever information was given today and just run with it. Yeah. But thank you all for listening. Um, we've been getting some reviews in. And if you have been listening to this podcast and you are loving it, please leave us one on Apple Podcasts. I would love to see it. Um, but share this episode with friends. Follow us on social media. You are all incredible. And I will see you in another episode. Bye, everybody.